0: Hey, how are you?
1: Amazing. Good, Esteban? All right, right on. Good morning, everybody. Just uh, some quick announcements. If we can fill in to the front, if you can, please, so the lollygaggers can fill in those back seats. I would greatly appreciate it. Please, no food or drinks in here. Again... We will call you a beta and make fun of you if you have food or drinks in here. (laughs) Silence the cell phones. We will also do the same thing, call you a beta. If your cell phone goes off, if you need to use the restroom, it is back that way and to the left. Um, And if the mic comes to you, uh, please hold it about six inches from your face so we can hear you clearly. And thanks for coming. Have a good one.
0: Two? Margaret, how y'all? A hospice. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line and I can respond to your questions and comment. James will give them to me. Hi y'all again. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Um, <clears throat> I was um, I was on a chat line or something this week and um, was it called what was it called, Ernest? Was it Discord? Yes. Discord. And this happened to be a most black one, all black. No, no, it's clubhouse. Oh, clubhouse. Uh, clubhouse. And it was mostly black, and mostly women. And some men, some married couples, divorced and all that. And um, most of them had degrees as well, especially the women. I think some of the men did too. And it was a mess. I couldn't believe my ears. <laughs> the subject was, what should a man know before he married? Right? And so they had the experts. They It was moderated by three or four couples or three or four people. And uh, they had experts coming in, both men and women, mostly women. And they were saying things like, one woman said, Oh, I love the fact that my husband is vulnerable. What? He's very emotional, and I love that. And then the man was like, her husband was like, Yeah, that's right. Too much has been put up on men to be men, too many responsibilities. A man should be vulnerable and emotional. And most of the men, except maybe one, but most of the men were saying, yeah, I tell my wife all of my problems. I uh, I, uh, I, like being emotional. Men should be emotional. And they had these experts, quote, unquote, coming on. Oh, hi, my name is Sheila, and I have a master's degree in counseling, or something crazy. And she was like, I really like it when men come in and tell me their weakness. And you can see that they were vulnerable. And it, it was, I mean, just back to back. I was like, what the? <laughs> it was like two women having a conversation, not a, a man and a woman. And so finally they got to me and they said, uh, so what do you say about this, Jesse? I said that a man should never, 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 ever, ever, but never, ever tell a woman his problems. Women hate men like that. They love you, hate you, and plus you're weak when you do that. And, and right away you can just feel everything tense up. <laughs> and then and so they went to somebody else really fast. And so I, I'm hearing all this stuff. And finally they came back to me, because someone had said something, I was doing a follow-up, and I said, oh, by the way, a man, because they all had degrees, they all puffed up and feeling good about their little degree. And uh, I said, a man should never marry a woman with a degree. Because men get married to start families. So they should never marry. Uh, they clipped my mic right away and put me down to the bottom.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think they ever came back to me right there, because I went home after that. <laughs> I wasn't going to wait around. But where did that idea come from that men should tell women their problems? That was unheard of when I was growing up. It was just unheard of. And, And all people born in sin, right? So we got issues we have to overcome. But they were never told to the public. And there was something you were ashamed of. And you knew God would help you with it. Where did that come from, you me You guys telling all your stuff to women and to anybody that want to hear it. Yes. Do you do that too? You've told women.
3: I don't do that. I just think it came from uh, the television. The television? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah, they, they make it seem like it's okay to do that. Oh, you know, like, like love and hip-hop, those kind of shows and things. Where well, I think it started <laughs> the whole relationship before that.
0: Because I remember when Oprah used to have a show on regular TV, she would have a group of women coming on and telling it all. And women shouldn't be telling their stuff either. Because all you're doing is make people gossip about you. They never will forget your issue. And women shouldn't even be publicly telling that. Can't, no one can solve that. So why put it out there like that? People are very judgmental. And they have no love. But I remember Oprah used to do that a lot, have the women on. And one time she had a bunch of crying men on. Oh, my, my daddy raped me. I raped. Some of these guys on this chat thing the other day were, oh, I was raped by my babysitter. A woman, right? They were saying that women raped them. But i was like, how dumb is this? It, it's so crazy. It, don't do that, men. They can't do anything about it anyway. Just think about it. It's a spiritual issue. And once you tell these women this stuff, they will never forget. And they'll use it against you. So cut that. Anybody ever done that here? Told women your issue? All the time? Let, let Let me just hear this. So you have done that? Yeah, in the past. You told women your personal stuff. Yeah, and and I and why think did it, uh, you do
4: it? it stems in the home. It starts in the home. What that s- mean? You tell your mom. Yes. You start to tell your mom. Like, I I, uh, I didn't have a dad growing up, and that's all I leaned on. So, so it's, your it's, mother said, tell me? Yeah, and you just, you know, you go home and you tell her your
0: problems. From school, from playing outside, yeah. And have you told female counselors and things, too? No, no. Oh, you have you,
4: girlfriends in the past.
0: You tell your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. In wow. my fallen state, for sure. What does that feel like coming out of your mouth? <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it feel horrible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why would you do it? I didn't know no better. I oh, I
5: understand. Yeah. Yeah, I just really think it starts in the home. Like, it all really starts in the home.
0: Well, when I was growing up, my grandmother or my mother never asked anything like that. They don't want to know that.
6: Yeah. I, That's I, just
0: embarrassing. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
4: I just think, you know, a lot of people don't grow up with that, that strong little family unit. Yeah. Not not anymore, at least. But look, like men should know when women
0: advise them, they're advising them to be a woman. Yeah. yeah. They're like a man clock. Just alert you. No, no, no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you would tell your girlfriend to? Sure. Yeah. How, wh- how, you, what do you say? You just spill grandma? the beans, everything. Yeah. And what would she say?
8: Nothing. They just take advantage of it. <laughs> Eventually, you know. They they use it
0: against you. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's crazy. You ever done that, Sammy? We had a discussion about this right on the radio and uh, my experts have done it, too. <laughs> now they're looking silly. So have you ever told a girl your personal issues? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, do you sit her down and say, look, I got this person issue I need to tell you about? How uh, did you do it and why?
8: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> you don't have to tell us what you said, but.
8: Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. It was a, uh, why I said it, because I, like Raul said, I didn't know any better. Uh, and. And the first time like
0: but look like if your parents never said, "Don't tell people your business, don't you have like a shame clock <laughs> or like something that says no uh
8: yeah, a, a little bit, but a little clock. i didn't i didn't, I didn't really have that like no one ever told me like, don't tell nobody your problems, <laughs> you know right so it was just once I started getting out there in the world, and uh fell into like you know the lust like it was just like easy, so the first time I ever told like something to my to my ex is after we got done, like doing a you know adult thing, keep it clean, yeah, and uh Your adult thing, I love that. you know for the children listen out there uh well, thank you. and like I was like. I just like spilled it all, let it all go, (laughs) and it's like it was like Mama holding me, like
0: "Oh, it's okay." okay."
8: (laughs) And then looking back, I was like, "Man, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't." shouldn't." Yeah.
0: Amazing, Margaret. What do you think about men telling women their personal stuff?
9: Well, I've had a couple of men come to me and tell me their personal stuff, but I always just gave them advice to be careful, you know. um,
0: Did you see them as weak when they were telling you that? I mean, I wasn't
9: trying to hook on with any men or anything like that or that they were coming on to me or anything. It's just that they're having problems with their girlfriends or something like that. They'd come and confide and ask me, what do I think about it?
0: Did you, your husband, did he ever tell you his personal stuff?
9: Um, I don't remember. See that? <laughs> it's been a long time since I've no, been married. No, he since... didn't
0: tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, have, I had a bunch of uncles and cousins and grandparents. They, and I'm sure they all had issues because we all sinned so we're in a fallen state, right? They never mentioned it. They didn't even look like they had issues, but they did, right? They never went around and told anyone. That's, don't do that, guys. You set yourself up. And ladies, too. Because other women will gossip about you. You don't know where your life is going. You may run for governor. That'll be the first thing they'll tell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I hate to ask you that you tell your wife yours. I don't want to ask you that in front of your son. <laughs> You tell you why you personal personosa?
5: Yes, I did. And and I'll tell you why. Is she still with you? B- <laughs> believe it or not, yes. Um, but I w- I was definitely a beta. But I think that in the short term you get rewarded for doing it, right? Like the women, they 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 draw it out of you, right? And I think once you are living in a fallen state with them, you're weak, and it's just like a cascade. Like, but but I know that I did it because. I was, it was reinforced, right? They they give you the hug, the mama's love, and it feels good, and that's why you do it. That's why Lord, I But
0: I got mama's love too, and I never told myself. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm telling you. No wonder the millennial men are suffering now. But I've changed
5: and I and I How see How old that are you? I'm forty five. Oh. Six, you changed six, and what happened? No, but I you just... You what? I'm 46, actually, he told me. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> See how you remember your age. I know. But I, I just, I realize it's a much better way to live. To, like, I feel it inside like I want to share it, but I don't. I just say, you know what? I'm not going to do it.
0: You still feel like you want to share it yeah. with a woman sometime? Yeah. But <laughs> but I let it go. I let it go. We were told to take it to Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot better. Yeah. I've never heard men tell anything, and no one thought you were a hypocrite for not telling it. um, Y'all need to cut this out. This is awful. No one of y'all getting beat up and made to stay home and be the wife (laughs) while the lady go to work. Yes, sir. Um, Nobody tell y'all no. But they'll let y'all know not to do it.
3: Uh, anyway yes it reminds me of the story in the Bible Samson uh, he was a he, he was not really a God believer he was, he was a warrior he was a killer you know I think he's the one that killed a thousand men with a, the jawbone of an ass and his As enemy with a donkey head oh. he killed a thousand <laughs> men he was a warrior
0: He was waiting to say that.
3: Yeah. So, so his enemies wanted to get him, but they couldn't get him. Could not sneak up. Could not kill him. He was, he was unkillable, and that's the promise God made to, uh, um, to the mother and to the through the son, that you can't get him except for one way, except for one way. So the, the way they were able to get him is they got a woman. Presumably, she must have been very beautiful and alluring, and seduced Samson. And uh, I guess uh, you know, when a woman, she always asks questions. That's what they do, and they never stop. And they and Samson was asked the question, "What is it that gives you your strength?" And he he gave up the secret and went to sleep, like yeah. most men do afterwards. And he that's woke what's up keeping
0: these guys down. They're telling all their little business. You don't need to tell that to them, really. There's nothing they can do. And so the lady told his enemies, and she, and so they cut his hair off. He had an afro.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With long braids. In his whole whole life, he's never gotten his hair (laughs) cut. He's never gotten his hair cut his entire life. He never got what? He never got a haircut, never got trimmed, you know, never got a haircut, because he knew that's where his power was.
0: They didn't have barbers back then, anyway.
3: Well... And so they, I guess uh, in the movies you see them, they have them tied up against two columns. And then he finally cries out to God. Yeah. And he was able to bring the column down and kill all those those people. But that's a good story. Men should not give up their secrets.
0: Men, God doesn't want you doing that. So said, well, God, he said, don't do that. He needs you to be strong. You're not being a hypocrite. There's nothing they can do about it. Go to God with it. All right? Stop doing that. Did I see your hand? Okay. Have your boyfriend ever told you his issues? Whoa. Okay, go ahead.
3: This is on a lighter note, as far as not saying anything or telling a woman. Yeah. So sometimes my wife will leave, and I'll watch the baby. Just um, If she goes to the store or hangs out with uh, my older daughter, and she'll come back in. And she'll say, hey, how was everything? How was the baby? This baby was running around. No, not running around, but crawling everywhere, causing havoc throughout the whole house. But when she comes in, I just tell her, hey, everything was great. We had a great time. We're just hanging out. So I don't even tell her that. This baby was having me up every five seconds, picking her up and bringing her back from the bathroom or trying to go in the kitchen. I don't even tell her that. So just.
0: Yeah, that's right. Women need you to be strong. They, like, you need God, all right? So your boyfriend have told you his issues?
10: Yeah, my ex-boyfriend, he has. How old are you? I'm, me?
0: When he told you his issues, how old were you then? 19. And and what, what did it feel like for you hearing his weakness like that?
10: Well, when he told me, it was very disappointing. Like, I kind of looked down on him when he told me.
0: Yes. Beta. Beta. <laughs> That's not normal, guys, really. And you're not being a hypocrite, all right? There's nothing they can do about it. Really, there's nothing any human being can do about your issue. Only God can do it. That's why we have to point you back to God, because it's spiritual. And there's nothing a, a physical person can do. That makes sense? Yes. Have your boyfriend ever told you about his issues? <laughs>
11: I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: And what well did you like hearing them? What did you think what he was telling you?
11: Um I mean the first reaction may be like that if someone's sharing something with you, it makes you feel a little bit... Power- like, it kind of empowers the woman a little bit. <laughs> it makes you case. feel powerful. <laughs> yeah. Because they made themselves vulnerable to you. And I think most women would, you know, if you ask them right now, just took someone off the street, would say, oh, I I love that, you know, that he should tell me his problems.
0: Because she has power over him. Yeah.
11: But looking back, I do see it did, uh, it did change my respect level. Yeah. And... And makes me in the end, makes me feel insecure because, like you said, a woman needs a, a man to to ha- have it together <laughs>
0: <laughs> that 's right That's i don 't want to be the
11: one in charge <laughs> all through my whole life, i
0: never heard of anything like this before. I went through high school, I went through the cotton fields, I went through Indiana, and I never heard men being this open about their stuff, like little women. Normally you hear women talking about their little issues, right? Uh, but you don't hear men acting that way. So cut that out. Anybody disagree with that? All have sin and come short. All right? Men, go to God with it. It's spiritual. And when you get married and have kids, tell them the same thing. Don't be out there telling the world yourself. Because the world is at war with itself. Look at things right now between the Republicans and Democrats. they hate each other they 're at war, and we 're supposed to be different in the world. If you have a problem with someone, go and forgive them and go your way. all right Any question about that Yes, sir um, just, uh...
12: It seems to me that um, people in advertising and media have uh, colluded to feminize men throughout the last whatever 70 years which is why someone like you has not seen it as much and been affected perhaps as much as we have
0: because but, when you guys were born into the world it was already happening
12: yes yes and so this so we've been taught through media that this is the way that a man gets a good woman to to like them, to have sex with them. To to, We've been fed this line
0: and we've swallowed it and we need to come back to God. Is there anything, but isn't there like something about you that says maybe this is wrong, I should not be doing this? Yeah, especially when I see the result, you know, thrown
12: back in my face. Right. And uh, But yeah. you still tell it anyway? Not anymore. Money. Not even not, not since I realized the mistake, you know, that I was making. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 fed. Um, I used to share things on on uh, Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever, and they would be kind of vulnerable. And I would get, Whoa, I would amortable. get vulnerable.
0: I don't even know how to let that come out of my mouth about me. kind <laughs> of long. I'd go jump in a pool somewhere. And what? I would, get, I would get
12: what I thought was positive feedback from women. And I thought, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Look, these people are looking at me in a positive way because I'm sharing these, these problems or these struggles. Wow. But I, I didn't realize I was just digging myself a hole.
0: And the women on this chat thing were like, Oh yes, I love hearing how vulnerable my husband is. One lady, let me go to Hermes, One lady said, uh, "I'm divorced, and I was married to a vulnerable man too. I'm looking for another one." <laughs> well, they out there.
6: <laughs> yes, I think when I, when I was growing up, you would hear about it like on on TV or. You'd see it in uh, movies. But a lot of the guys that I saw doing it were, they had an agenda. They would do it to get sex. You know, because yeah, that, that was, that was the, main, the main thing was. And you would see that the guys that did it, they would seem like they were closer with like a female group of girls or whatever. But it just never felt right. I mean, I just, I could never even utter it. It wouldn't come out of my mouth.
0: I, I wouldn't even think to—I wouldn't even think to tell even another man, to be honest. But I definitely wouldn't tell a woman. Ain't that much sex in the world? <clears throat> That's amazing. <laughs> that is like mind blowing. Your husband ever cried on your shoulder? You're married now, right?
11: I'm married, yeah. My current husband, uh, he told me early on, he was like, I don't tell women my problems because every yeah. time I ever did, it got thrown right back in my face. Yeah. So, hey. but I do think, I mean, when you say tell a woman your problems, like, I think you can talk about your problems. Nope. But not. Nope. My, my thing is making yourself every weak. Every time like you, if you appear sees you, like, how you
0: doing? Fine. <laughs> All is well. No, but how I. How was your day? Amazing. <laughs>
11: But if you, but you could talk about it, it you know, in the in the sense he like, and I got it, and I'm going to handle it. You know what I mean? He, she like, can
0: talk to him about her problems, uh-huh. so that he can help her deal with it, show her how to overcome it. But there's nothing she can do to help him.
11: Yeah, no, and that's what I mean. I, I, I don't think a man should look to a woman like, you know, he shouldn't uh, show himself. Weak and pathetic, you know. See, <laughs> laughing and, at you. And should, yes. and here's what, <laughs> men, you know, all all the other men I was with, they they, you know, shared like vulnerability and weakness, and they all turned me into their, their man, mommy. That I became vulnerable? the mom the? to all of these men. What? And I did not want to be. They all turned me into mama, and I didn't yep. want to be mama. Yeah. But. But I, I mean, I guess I and played along. do you tell but,
0: them, "Hey, you shouldn't be telling me this. I don't want to be your mama," or do you hear, listen to them?
11: Well, look, just like this gentleman up front was saying, you know, we've all been trained like this 70, is what this oh. is what people are supposed to do. Yeah. Like it, we've been trained, and you know, I'm trained as a woman. Like I should, I should be all motherly toward any man, you know, toward <laughs> the man I'm in a relationship or what, you know, that you should. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't She's think I really. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just more in touch with it now, you know. Um, yeah. The, right the, the actual effect it had and how it poisoned the relationship in the end.
0: Yeah. Stop it, guys. That's not normal. All right. Stop telling your wife your stuff, man. Your son gonna be telling his wife his stuff. He said no. All right.
5: So what? You learn what to do for Right
0: on. That's amazing. It was I'm sorry,
5: what stuff can you tell your wife? Nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh right here. Women need you to be strong. Like just imagine you were walking down the road when, day and here come Christ. And and you believe in Christ, right? And as soon he as gets to you, you're about to say, Hey Christ help me But Christ like Lord, I had a hard day today.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have sinned. I can't help it. Would you want to tell Christ your issue? That's how I deal with the women. They need you to be a Christ in the family. They need, And the children need it from the father. The mother need it from the father. God made you that way. All right? Yes, sir.
3: Uh, in the past, I've, well, and currently too, I've been, uh, accused of being like a, a robot or like, um, cold hearted, no heart. Yeah. When I don't share these, you know, details about myself. And, um, lately I found myself, you know, I grew up to like rhythm and blues music, R&B music, soul music. Yes. And I kind of, I don't want to say I hate it, but I don't care for it anymore because it kind of encourages that behavior. And, um, I, a lot of women that I'm around, they they play this music constantly, and I and I, I just don't want to hear it, to be honest with you.
0: They do call you cold, and you don't care, but that's just manipulation. and just a bait to pull you in. That's love. Do not do that, guys. They need you to be strong. They don't need you to let them cut your hair off so the enemy can kill you. All right. Anybody disagree with that? And and I don't mind disagreement. So cut it out, guys. Yes, sir. How would, uh... how, do you, how do you react around men who
1: do share? So how do you react around men who do share too much of their emotions?
0: Like, like if you wish your friends.
1: Because I get repulsed by it, and I feel like I might be I might be overly judgmental. And you're yeah, you're not supposed to
0: judge. To judge them, just understand that we. But when you're around them and they're telling their girlfriends and their wife all their issues, just yell beta,
1: Beta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll so that'll solve it. That'll solve it. Yeah, yeah there, there. I've run into two people this past week who claimed that they tested positive for COVID, and I see a parallel, a direct parallel with this. It's a weakness. They believe in this thing. It's like, it's almost like a billboard that says, "Satan, I'm open for business." Yeah, like my mind is is, is mush. I believe everything the media tells me. I this is why the, the world cold. is
0: falling apart. The men are so weak. There's nothing to hold the world up.
1: So these are good friends. How do I
0: call get them, them to turn
1: around? Baby. They don't know what that means. they <laughs> <laughs> uh, weak. You should tell them, pull
0: them to the side and say, don't do that. Because like, a lot of you guys didn't know they were not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Been, that's all they knew. They've been hearing all their life. So maybe they don't know that they shouldn't be doing that.
1: Yeah, they don't realize that other people, other men like us, are judging them for their weakness. Yeah. Like in business, like if you see some guy who's acting this way, are you going to give him your business? No, you're going to be losing out on contracts, respect. All this stuff is gone if you show this amount of weakness. Yeah, don't
0: do that, guys. How was the wedding? Amazing. Did they do the Chinese thing? Chinese thing? Yeah, I don't know what
1: that,
0: what Chinese thing? The vaccine or something.
1: The The test. The test? test? Oh. (laughs) Uh, Surprisingly, no. So you missed out. You got scared. You backed out of it. You should have, yeah, you should (laughs) have come. I talked to a guy at the airline, and he said that the only test that they're giving on the way back in, international travel, is like a two-minute test through a security line. I can't trust that one. It's a COVID test. For so what happened was traffic. I was
0: supposed to go to Mexico to do a wedding this past weekend, and they made this announcement that anybody coming in from the foreign countries will have to be tested for the Chinese virus. I'm like, ain't no way in the world I'm going to be stuck in Mexico. And so that's why I didn't go.
6: Because
0: they said you have to be quarantined for two weeks, and, and if you have it, you have to take the vaccine. Can you imagine taking that stuff in Mexico? It's a risk here. I definitely want to risk it. So that's why I didn't go.
1: So I prayed. I, I, I felt the same fear. I took the risk after I prayed and it turned out okay. Well
0: good man. It turned out I didn't feel fear about it, I just knew I was gonna do it. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't yeah, I had other ties with my buddy I couldn't right. back out. But yeah, you missed out.
0: I know, I knew it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll go down there when the world gets normal again.
1: Uh, when's that gonna happen? I don't know. It doesn't look it, good.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh any other questions about anything? Right here.
11: Um so I'm understanding that men shouldn't really share their personal problems to their lady because that would give them a pretty bad reputation, but would it be okay to like um speak about someone's loss, like mourn over it or something?
0: Someone lost?
11: Like um would you be able to mourn over someone's loss? Would that be reasonable? Yeah. There's uh, okay. a type of
0: mourning. Absolutely. Okay. Mar, have you ever told your wife your personal issues? No. Oh good. She tried to try to get you to tell her? No. Yeah, she's whispering in your ear while you sleep. How are you okay? No. <laughs> right.
13: I was going to say, uh, we were talk- I was talking to a friend of mine, he and his wife, and he was being all beta and saying it's good to be a woman or whatever. He was saying what? He was just saying everything wrong, you know. And I was saying you shouldn't be weak. You know, you're supposed to protect your wife. You're supposed to, you know, men are supposed to protect women.
12: Yeah.
13: And, um... He was saying, no, uh, she wants me to be that sometimes. And she's, you know, no, shaking her head, no, I don't like that. And then uh, I'm like, look, she just said no. And he's like, like it didn't happen, you know. It's like an alternate reality where you could tell him, don't do that. She doesn't like it. She says, I agree with that. And he's like, no, I have to do it because I don't want to be mean.
0: Amazing. We're supposed to love our wives the way God loves us. Alright. Be strong. Don't do that. Cut it out. Alright. Any other questions? Uh, how old are you? Oh, yeah. You haven't had a boyfriend yet, right? Do boys tell you their problems? You're 12?
11: You know, I'm not thinking about it, kind of. It's like really personal, but they talk about, you know, how they didn't get their action figures for Christmas. Or, oh, that's
0: alright. Yeah,
11: kind of stuff, you know. <laughs>
0: That's nice. <laughs> How many of people believe that Jesus is God?
8: I don't believe but I have some My bad. To... <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many so none of you believe Jesus is God? Did you believe that beforehand? And why don't you believe it now? <laughs>
4: Uh, I don't believe it now because, well, I I feel like he, God came, gave us his son, who was a man who lived in the flesh, and um, he came to earth to like basically almost push us all aside and say, like, let me show you how it's done, I'll the only true vehicle, like you can't even fathom God, but that's why he sent me here to make it easier, just come to me. And I can help. To, I'm the way to that. Because yeah. I understand it. I'm his son. I'm the only one that can truly understand it. And I'm the ultimate example of it, the epitome of it. Did so you, you believe have, at one time that he was God? Yes. Why did you believe it then? It just kind of would get thrown around very, like, jumbled up together. Like, God is Jesus. Jesus is God. I, I was raised Catholic here in, in uh Uh, going to catechism and all that stuff. And it just was always very wishy wash Like, just, it was never really defined with an order, a spiritual order to me. And never, and when you go to Catholic Church, you really do just sit around and listen to a person read literally straight out of the book. There's not even any actual discourse being conducted at all. So, but yeah, like, I was just hearing, and I just was all just run with it. Yeah, I guess, he's the same, whatever, I don't know, he's the same, he's all, I don't know. When you
0: were asking your parents about it, what would they say?
4: Um, I guess I really wouldn't ask. I I wouldn't really... I don't know. It wasn't until, like... Like, I just kind of believed it as a take-or-give kind of a thing because I was forced to go to church and catechism and all that. But it wasn't until, like... Now I'm 32. It wasn't until, like, this last year that I... With all the COVID and stuff, seeing that humans are clearly easier... And even men are clearly easier to scare than a flock of pigeons. So... Like I see now that you know i needed g I needed Jesus more than ever, yeah. and especially for you know coming to church here and all that has definitely is my second time here, but I, I watch on Sundays and uh yeah, just uh, uh now that I needed to find it, it just it came the calling came, and I've really received it, I chose to receive it this time, and that's that's Good uh, up, man. amazing
0: What? so none of you all of you believe
4: Jesus is the Son of God, right oh okay,
0: amazing. Did you have a question, sent me I had a comment about that. okay.
8: So, you know how...
0: Rachel, pull up uh, while he's talking. Mark 10, 17 through, 14, through 18. Oh, you don't have your Bible? You have your phone? Oh, Rachel, you have your phone? I mean, you have a Bible? Oh, how about you have your Bible with you, Rachel? I mean, uh, Margaret. Margaret. No? Grace, I know you have your Bible, right? On oh, my phone, yeah. On oh, her phone.
8: Everything Google. <laughs> I
0: want you to pull up Mark 10, and I want you to read 17 through 18 for me in a minute. Okay, go ahead.
8: All right, so you know how last week uh, you, I talked about that I don't really read the Bible. I forgot what it was about, but you told me you should read the Bible sometimes. So I was like. I opened it up. This why don't you, before I
0: said it, why did you read the Bible sometimes? I did
8: read it, but I just read, like, Genesis and, like, pretty much Genesis. I really like that. And you're like, that's all I need. That's all I need. Thank you, Lord. I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The word. Uh, but uh, I opened it this week on last Sunday when I went home, and I opened it up, and it, it, it was a book of James. And then the first... uh sentence was uh count it all joy in in like suffering and i was like wow that's what Jesse's talking about yeah. amazing that's and i amazing. just opened it up like i didn't even like oh let me look for something so quick story about that and then last night i opened it again and um this is related to what you were saying about how the world believes that jesus is the son of, uh jesus is god um i think it's first peter or maybe just peter but it's the in the New Testament he trying to quote scriptures yeah. I just don't know <laughs> so holy, <laughs> but it says uh and this if the case wasn't rested that Jesus is the Son of God, he is not God, this is gonna rest the case right, right. now, and it says uh to to the God of our brother um Jesus, um, all glory goes to him, and that that rested the case right there. Pretty much it was saying that even at, those Christians, they know they knew that Jesus is the Son of God, He's not God, so the- I'm
0: trying to see something that have convinced the people in the Bible that Jesus is God. I can't find anything, and I've been looking for it since I've been hearing a lot about it. But so far, I have not been able to find the thing that says that. Will you read uh, 10, 17 through 18? Okay.
7: So it says, as Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked. A little louder. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. I'm going to keep was
0: my case. <laughs> now the case is really resting. Why would, after the man said, good teacher, and he asked, why do you call me good? No man is good. Only God is good. If he had been God, wouldn't he have said right on?
14: <laughs>
0: You're right, I'm good. But why would God say I'm not good if it was God? I mean, don't we need like simple English? <laughs> Does, am I wrong about Am I missing something?
7: Uh, throughout the Gospels, like I was watching like on Netflix, they have it now. So it's like word by word of the Bible. So it's yeah. like three hours each. Uh, the Gospel of Mark, Luke, Matthew, and something else. Um, and... If you, like, I've never really been into the Bible, but now, like, it's incredible because it, like, shows you, like, Jesus like, work and, you know, just. Yeah. Um, and all throughout, if you, if you see that, like, n- he always refers back to his father, like, throughout everything. It's very clear. There's no mistake. Yeah. So. Because I don't know now you see
0: answer. it with your spiritual eyes mm-hmm. rather than your intellectual eyes. Yeah. Nice.
6: Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I was going to say that I believe that Jesus is, is the Son of God, but when I hear Christians say that Jesus is God, they say it's basically one Spirit. So it's uh, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God are all the same. So uh, it's Jesus, but it's God reincarnate.
0: What? They, they say
6: it's one spirit, three different entities.
0: The right, I hear that a lot. Yeah. And there's no teaching of the Trinity in the Bible. Amazing. Any question about that? Yes, sir.
14: Um, uh, it's funny because I wanted to ask you about this question when I, before I came here. Um. You know how he crucified and died and became alive again? Right. In the Bible? Right. Does that made him into God? No. No?
0: He's still the son.
14: Oh, still the son.
0: He even said that he was going to go and sit at the right hand of the father. Mm-hmm. After he died. Remember that? Yes. So if he the father, if he is God, would, shouldn't he have said, I'm going to sit at my right hand? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Is this your first time here? Oh, uh, no, third time. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yes? I want to ask
14: a question. Um, what's happening now, you know, with the, with the virus and everything? A lot of Christians think it's the end times, and they keep saying that uh, the rapture was coming. I want to know, what the rapture? That's what I want to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't believe what they say. They think that the end time
0: is coming, Mm -hmm. and that they're going to be out in the fields, they're going to be at home, they're going to be taking a shower, and Jesus is going to wrap them up. Right. Right? Isn't Mm -hmm. that right, Esmeralda? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. And so they're sitting around waiting for the end time, when they really haven't dealt with now. Right. Why worry about the end and you don't even know where the beginning is.
14: That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yes.
0: And in the meantime, the children of the law are destroying the world. Right. Families and children mm-hmm. and everything. Because the Christians are just intellectuals waiting on something that they already have.
14: Right.
0: Everything they need is already with them.
14: Mhm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And so if they were to be still and get to know themselves, they would see that. Mm-hmm. But they would just read and quote and they're not looking right. at, and they don't question things.
14: Right. And when they ask me, I, I tell them, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when right. I ask Jesse. God <laughs> <laughs> no, supposed dumb. to be caught up with God somewhere up in the yeah. sky. And,
0: and God never come for them, and they're like, why you didn't come for me? Right. They're like, I sent you a boat, and you didn't take it. That's true. Right. No, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Intellectual stuff. hmm Yes.
15: I have a question, of, So, like, I don't believe Jesus is God, but what makes, like, people or someone be so, like, into that idea that, like, they can turn against you or, like, they can, like, not like you anymore? You know, just hold on to, like, any idea.
0: What makes a person, like? They have no love. They only have hate. And if you challenge what they believe, rather than admitting that they're wrong or taking a look at it, they'll get mad and go off on you. The ego doesn't want to admit that it's wrong. So it's just that they don't want to like admit that it's wrong, really. Right, because they have their intellectual knowledge now, and it's hard to let that go. Once you believe a lie, that's it. That's why you're not suppo- supposed to be into rumors and stuff and gossiping, because once somebody feeds you a lie, the next time you see that person, that's all you're going to see, what someone said about that. You're not supposed to believe all that stuff. We are, because we live by faith and we have to be careful of what we believe. So when you say, well, no, Jesus is not God, they've been believing that, they've been preaching that, it's in their intellectual ego, and they're trying to hold on to it. And to challenge that is like death to them. Yeah, it's weird because
15: uh, it's just an idea and like Normally, if someone asks me something, I'm like, oh, let me think about it. But then, this, you know, this type of people are like, uh, they get angry or they just kind of stop talking to you. It, it does create like a wall, and then there's like an evil
0: force or whatever that's yeah. pushing at you. It's evil. It's ego. I, I grew up questioning things. I even asked God questions about things. But nowadays, people don't question things. They just go along with the okado. Oh, tell the women your problem. All the guys run out and find some women to tell. And uh,
15: you said it was evil. Is it like really bad? Like, can what? it like, you said it was evil
0: for t- to be like that. Is it like really bad? Like, yeah. uh, to- what most people don't realize hate is hate. And there is a warfare between good and evil, God and Satan. And anyone who has anger is evil. And they would turn on you. I don't care who it is. And they, they might not even realize that they will until something happened. And they would turn on you. That's why you must be born again of good. Because evil is serious and it's evil. So that's why they would do it. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes, James?
15: Um, growing up, I wasn't ever told that he was God, but in getting in, when I started getting more serious about Christianity to read the Bible for myself and listening to other Christians, I started to hear that and I started to like look throughout the Bible to see if it would come out and say that he was. And there's like the verse that people always point to is the, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word became, was God and the Word became flesh and God knows the all that stuff. Those
0: Word, Word with God, God with the Word, Word with God, God is the Word.
15: And it's so poetic, it could be taken any way that yeah. people don't really, people jump to conclusions about that verse. And, um, there's a big scare among all Christians, whether they believe in that or not, that you have to be careful of false teaching. But, it seems like the whole church is has pushed false teaching. Yeah. And that's why the church is so weak now. But And people t- generally know that the church is weak, but they don't see themselves as part of that weakness yeah. in the church.
0: Because they don't know themselves. This is why you have to know yourself, and you can see what's going on around you. Know thyself, all right? Uh, I'll take here and then there.
9: I have a question about baptism. Right. Um, from what I get, I think when uh, John the Baptist, he baptized Christ. And after he baptized Christ, well, I never saw John the Baptist going or heard of John the Baptist baptizing anybody else. He went to get his head cut off, you know, which was ordered by the queen. So I'm just wondering... Um, Baptism, isn't that just the Holy Spirit?
0: Now is of the Spirit. Before is of the water. Now is of the Spirit. Everything yeah, but is I mean, spiritual. Jesus was
9: already here. Yeah. He was baptized, so we're in the now. So we shouldn't be, we don't have to go in. No, go you and don't have water. to do it
0: in water. Or you anything. can if you want to, but it's of the Spirit now. Right. Everything is of the Spirit.
9: Okay, well, I mean, you agree with that then.
0: That is of the that, spirit?
9: No, that uh, Jesus, after uh, Jesus was baptized, that was, nobody else had to get, go underwater.
0: Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Oh, but okay. I know when the New Testament came along. Because people talk about,
9: yeah. I got to be baptized, or you're not baptized, you're not saved, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. No, not true. Did you have your hand? Okay. And then I want to ask my biblical question for this week.
4: Uh just one last thing about uh about Jesus that like i did I did a walk up like this mountain it had this' it has a big cross down in a uh, Sierra Vista Arizona, in a mountain the the cross is the size of like a skyscraper, almost a small skyscraper it's in the mountain uh but uh it has like all these steps about the that led up to the crucifixion like like all these like um, things that happened. like a woman named I think Veronica wiped his face this and that, but one of the last steps is. In regards to the women not telling your problems to the women, I think one of the last episodes that was interesting to me. This is before we even talked about this. Was Jesus stopped and comforted the women of Jerusalem? It says something like that as they all wept and were losing their minds, and he just—I mean—he's getting his at, you know—he's getting beat, you know, with the worst whooping ever. And he stands up, he comforts the women of Jesus, uh, the women of Jerusalem, and then like it 's all like they evil doubles down, they strip him naked in front of everyone, and then it just keeps on going like as as he tries to keep it together, they kind of hit him again with another yeah. harder something harder, but um then he 's reborn again, so then that's and then that 's the whole thing where we 're going through all our trouble in life we 're trying to be reborn again yeah. and be you know leave the flesh because we 're born of the flesh, you I mean you can see it in children, children that you don't they don 't have good parenting. I mean, they descend to that, uh, like, Lord of the Flies. They start, like, killing each other um, if you let them. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, the whole, there's something there about the women thing and and being born again to me.
0: Uh, I remember reading that uh, Jesus was in the temple studying or something with some people, and his mother was ready to go, and Mary, right? That's his mama name, right? Mary was ready to go, and Jesus wasn't around. And she went looking for him. You heard the story? Yeah. And, and Mary like, where's my baby? Oh, I can't find my baby, oh, Lord. <laughs> Joseph, go find the baby. <laughs> and then they found him. And Mary like, where you been? I was so scared. Where were you? And he was like, go sit down, woman. He didn't tell Mama his problem. He's like, "Go sit down, woman. If you had been searching for the Lord, something like that, you would have known what I was doing." He didn't even tell Mama, and all you guys tell Mama. I know you haven't told Mama, right? Tell me no.
16: <laughs>
0: you tell women your problems.
16: I I always had a natural like instinct not to.
0: Oh, good. But and,
16: but. Oh, that. no. 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 <laughs> but it's led to problems. That's the thing. Yeah. So I I can count, you know, two relationships off the top of my head that ended because, you know, you know, it's like you're so close. You're so cut off, you know. And I'm like, I I just don't have a need to whine and complain and tell you everything. Right. And then they, think, then they start thinking I'm, like, hiding stuff. I'm like, I just don't want to I have nothing to tell you, you know. Yeah. It was like Francisco
0: was saying yeah. about the hair thing. The woman like, "Where your secret? You know. Yeah. You don't love me. You so cold."
16: <laughs> and it's like
0: <laughs> you all shut down. Yeah, it's like I got nothing for you. Like what do you want? Like what do you want from me? That's right. So, all yeah, oh, amazing. I get it. Yes, James. So, the biblical question is, how do you uh, repent for your sin? You heard that this week, right? Okay.
15: Archie on Periscope. So,
0: Jesse, was Jesus good? He just said, no, no man is good. Did we just read that? (laughs) No, only God is good. No man is good. Or woman. All right? So did you, you repented for your sins, right? Give it to Grace? You repented, right? Yes. And how did you do that?
7: Um, I did it through prayer and just talking to God and crying. And I mean, every night, obviously, like when you do your silent prayer, you reflect on your day. It comes up, and you realize the things you did wrong. And um, I think that's the time when you're talking to God or when you're with God to apologize for all your wrongdoings and oh, okay. pray for strength to not do it again or, you know.
0: And did you do it again? Yeah. <laughs>
7: but I think
17: <laughs> nah.
7: I mean for me it's like it's been like more of a patient I, like I, I I like patience in moments and like I think that's hopefully God can take that away at some so point so you're like
0: God give me patience
7: um, yeah
0: and he didn't give it to you
7: I can see it now though and every moment where when I'm losing it it's I, it's very evident to me. So I think it's, it's falling away, but it's still there.
0: If I were you do what you want, I wouldn't ask him to give you patience. Okay. You know why? Why? Because he'll let trouble happen. <laughs> you know, he'll <laughs> let the, the worst people come along, and now you got to have patience with them, but you don't realize he's giving you the opportunity to have patience. <laughs> have you ever thought about
7: that? No wonder, because I'm like, I, I thought. <laughs> I am like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, he'll let, the. it's best, hey God, let your will be done here. You know what I'm saying? Because be careful what you ask for. Really. Because he'll send it to you, but it'll be a way where you won't recognize that that's what it is. So he'll give you some people that you have to be patient with, and you go off on them. Yeah. And he's trying to help you.
7: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I never ask him for anything, because I think that he may give me troubles, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Lord... Let your will be done. And give me the strength to deal with it. Yeah. So stop asking, like, I mean, do what you want. Yeah. All right.
7: But what about if, like, you have other people, like, pointing out to you? I mean, I feel like for me, like, it, it was brought up because, like, people were telling me, like, oh, you like patience. So then I'm like, okay, I have to do something about this. And obviously I can't do it for myself. Right. So that's why I was asking. But, yeah, okay. It makes a lot of sense Yeah. to just let it be. And not even care what everyone's saying. <laughs> That's right,
0: because they'll tell you all these different things to do. Yeah. Then you try those things, and that won't work. Okay. And you're like, what the? Yeah. Richard, did you repent for your sins?
4: Yeah. And how did you repent? Uh, seeing myself, uh, hey. him letting me see myself. And what do you mean by that? Realizing I was wrong, uh, not just for the things I did, but for thinking that I was better than other people. Okay, and what happened as a result? Uh, like a lightness, like a weight off your shoulder, like something you've been like carrying a bunch of suitcases around, but there's nothing in them.
0: Uh, amazing. I want to ask the young man with the hat. Have you repented for your sin?
4: Um,
0: I'm not really sure what that means because
17: if if for ourselves, we cannot uh, control what we do. There is no way we can repent for our sin. Only God can do it. Only God can forgive us.
0: And so you have not repented yet?
17: I let everything to God because for myself, I can't help myself. I will keep doing the same thing yeah. over and over. What is it like
0: knowing that of yourself you can do nothing? How did it what is that like for you knowing that?
5: You just you just feel relief, like you just let God
0: to act on you. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. This young lady right here. Is this an amazing question? It's really a good question. Yes.
11: So, I think most people think that repentance means feeling bad about it. Like, if you feel bad about it, like, if you realize you're wrong, then you have a, you have that bad, you know, that feeling of regret or whatever. Um, but in, in my experience, like, if, if you're feeling bad about something, you're actually running away from responsibility for it. Cause you're, you're telling yourself, I feel bad because I'm a good person. I can look and see that I was wrong and that's why I feel bad. And so all the time that I was feeling bad about my problems, I was really like running from actual responsibility for it. And when I finally like turned around and just looked straight at it and, and said, Oh no, I'm not a good person. (laughs) I'm not a good person. And I did that. That's when I stopped running and it stopped chasing me. That's when, that was the only time I was able to like feel forgiven, I guess, or, or to and let so it go. So that's come. how
0: you repented?
11: How I repented was to, yeah, to to stop running from it, to face it, and facing it meant realizing that I'm not a good person. I'm kind of like what he was saying. I, okay. You just realize you're not a and good
14: person. And
0: what took place after you repented?
11: Um, it was just instantaneous. That, you know, something that I... I was guilty about for you know feeling guilty and miserable about for fifteen years. Yeah, what made
0: you judge yourself for those things?
11: Well, the idea that I'm supposed to be a good person, I guess, is what made me judge myself.
0: And you were thinking that because I believed,
11: yeah, I believed that I could be or I should be a good person. (laughs)
0: Are you a good person now? No. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> no, and so, that's how you repented, though? Yes. Okay. I want to ask Sammy real fast here. Have you repented for your sin? Yes. Sammy, you're the Mexican cowboy boy. Yes. He loved that name now. I love it. He loved being called boy. What? So, you, how did you repent? Uh.
8: By uh, first, I had to see that I was wrong, that what I what I thought was right was completely wrong, and then, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Amazing. But. I have, so I have a question Okay. Um, do you think once you're born again that you still need to repent for things like okay so no yeah. um, what about if you do something wrong like you just couldn't see that it was wrong because you know you're growing and do you have to repent for that or just be like ah oh, it's always okay
0: just don't judge yourself for it. Okay. It's enough to see that it's wrong, but don't get angry. Don't puff up. Just see it, but don't judge it.
8: Okay. Do you think that once you're born again, the fact that you can see that you need to repent, like, is that is that, a, like, a great thing? Is that, like... Once you're born again, what? The fact that you can see that you need to repent when those... Moments do come up where you might make a mistake, like, I messed up. What? Okay. <laughs> the reason I ask is because. I don't understand the question. Okay, the reason I ask is because I had a friend. I have a friend, and I made a mistake. And I put, I was possibly putting him in danger, but I wasn't thinking that I was doing it. Oh. Yeah. And then once he corrected me on it and he let me see, it, like, made me feel really, like, bad. Like, I wanted to cry about it. But it's because I saw that I was wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, just don't judge yourself. Okay. All right. Of ourselves, we can do nothing, and of ourselves, we know nothing. It's only the ego to have a thinking that we do. All right. No, just don't judge yourself. All right. All um, means- did you have your hair? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And then here, this is about this, right? Okay. Yes, sir.
5: Um, so I wanted to ask I wanted to answer the question, um, what does it mean to repent? Well you
0: know, how do you repent oh, for your sin? Oh uh,
5: I would say is um forgiving my parents. Well I guess uh, my hatred the hatred would come from them first and then I guess um from hatred um it leads to other um bad things. So uh why well, forgave my parents like I felt like um I didn't really have a lot of hate in me. I mean, after all, it's like after that, it's like everything just feels a little different.
0: Oh, okay, that's how you repent it. yeah, oh okay. Yes, sir.
2: Thank you. Uh, I repented as a as a young child, and i've and I did that by realizing that uh a complete change had to happen. It wasn't incorporating these new, I should do this, I should do that. It was a completely new concept, new way of thinking for me because I could see that the way I was acting, thinking, and doing, and speaking was absolutely wrong, even though I was a good person. You was a good person? Well, I thought I was being a good person. <laughs> Thank you. And uh,
0: How old were you as a child when you repented? Uh,
2: single digits, probably eight or nine.
0: Really, that's amazing. I never thought about repenting as a child. I would try to have more fun.
2: I was a really bad kid.
0: Oh, you were? Oh, amazing. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. I mean,
7: uh, what made you see that it's no longer necessary to repent after you um, are born again? So what now? What made you see that it's there's no need to repent again once you're born again?
0: Because once you're born again, you cannot be unborn. And so, if you're not unborn, where is there to repent for? And
7: repenting as we Remember how
0: Donald, Donald Trump asked that question? So what? Like, do you ever ask God for forgiveness or somebody? Like right? You remember that? And he said, uh, "No, I just see I was wrong. I don't do it anymore." Right.
7: So, what is re- repenting as what? Like.
0: What Good question. <laughs> but this young lady want to have some input and then I'll put my two cents okay. into
7: it.
14: I just want to ask uh, when you forgive your mother and your father and everybody that hurt you that means you are reborn again?
0: Good question. Let me do this. One more person want to respond to it then I'll put my two cents in. Levi and then uh the, Oh, okay. Levi. The reason I remember Levi's name, I have a cousin that I grew up with named Levy. L-E-V-Y. Go ahead, Levi. How did you repent for your sin?
16: Um, I think for me it started when I forgave my parents and then forgave other people who have, like, wronged me. Because I think once you, like, truly realize how to forgive and know that you can forgive, then God can forgive you. He can kind of, like, restore the blessing back upon you. So that's kind of like when I did it, and then I think for me it's just re- realizing that each each and every day you make a mistake, and the past is in the past. Each day is a gift from God, so you just try to do what He wants you to do every day.
0: Okay, amazing. Duh, have have you repented, Duh? I doubt it, but let's ask Doug. <laughs> Let's ask Duh. Yes, Duh.
6: What question are you asking me?
0: Have you? How do you?
18: How, how do you
0: repent for your sin
3: it's a great question i think with me um i was very angry i hated myself i hated everybody for me it just kind of i just realized that first god had already forgiven me for everything i've ever done and i didn't really know that before once I realized that it, it, I just had a made up mind that I was gonna overcome my hatred. And at that point it just my whole life changed. So
0: Oh okay. And Irma's want the last word. <laughs> oh I do. How do you repent for your sin?
6: <laughs> um, I'm not hundred percent sure that I've completely repented.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. One sinner in the house
3: <laughs> Yes, Frankie. you had your hand? I did. Oh okay. I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days, but uh, uh, how do you repent? Uh, as a little child, I grew up Catholic and so uh, they beat you to death with uh, guilt and uh, the uh, the nun hit you with sticks. And called you the sinner, you know you're six years old, and you don't know what they're talking about and uh, it wasn't until uh i I became a teenager and started doing the adult thing and uh, and seeing the consequences of that and hearing it, then I had the devil tormenting me and 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 my Catholic guilt tormenting me and my conscience and and that kind of destroyed me for a while. And then eventually, um, I was able to, uh, you know, still kind of seeking. Because if you either, if you follow the, the religious track, there's a way out. But if you follow the worldly track, you want to kill yourself. And uh, it came pretty close, but, you know, I was able to follow the religious track. And eventually, I kind of grew out of that and, you know, uh, forgive myself. And uh, let my conscience kind of I eventually realize that I need to be follow my conscience. And then my conscience caused me to repent. And then that's how I kind of got out of it, the repentance. And, uh, and realize that that's kind of kind of like that's the way God wants you to be able to forgive through your heart from the inside. Okay. From the inside out. So that's how I found it.
0: Amazing.
3: Daniel, have you repented? You don't look like you
0: repented. <laughs> <laughs> this is my office manager. How do you repent for your sin, Daniel?
14: I think just by realizing Turn that... Turn
0: the heat off. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, just
15: realizing...
0: <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Uh,
5: just realizing that you can't uh, help yourself or can't stop yourself and... Um, and then don't judge yourself.
0: Yeah. I am, oh, yeah, I forgot you. Come on right here. And then I'll put my two cents. It's so amazing, folks. These are the kind of things God wants you to think about. He doesn't want you to think on what you got to wear, where you got to go, where you got to live, and all that crap. He'll take care of that part. He wants you to think on these things. You need to question how to put your cell phone down for at least an hour or two every day. All right? Y'all need the downtime because besides telling the women all your problems <laughs> and the ladies feeling strong from it, you caught up with cell phones and stuff, iPads, watching movies and all that. You need that downtime. Really, you need that quiet time when nothing is planned, no music, no nothing, so you can know God. But as long as you're distracted, that's how the world controls you guys. They keep you busy. You need quiet time. That makes sense? I know people who take their phone to the bathroom everywhere. Who wants their phone in the bathroom? One day I took my phone in the bathroom, and I would take it a while. And I, so I got on my phone, and, and I remember these guys telling me that people are looking at you on the phone. I was like, well, I'm in the bathroom. I wonder who's looking. So I looked at the camera to see if anyone was looking, right? But I don't take my phone in the bathroom. It goes with me on my thing, but I don't use it. Isn't that right, Chris? They be watching you?
1: Definitely. The government So while
0: you in the bathroom, on the toilet, and everything, people looking. Did y'all know that?
2: (laughs) He covers his phone.
0: See there? How many people cover your phone in the bathroom? I listen to
2: music because my phone's in my
10: pocket.
0: (laughs) Put the phone down. Yes.
10: Um, concerning repentance, I think it's important to define what it is. And from what I can see, there's two types of repentance. There's the fallen state type of repentance, and there's true repentance. And I think in the fallen state, when you repent, you know that you've done something wrong, but then you go back to do it again. I think that's what the fallen state kind of repentance is. But true repentance is like you when you claim like you don't really you know, go back to your sins or do anything wrong. And I think it comes from letting go and yep. letting God. Because like you said, of ourselves, we can do nothing. And I think what the problem that people have is that they tend to hold on to a lot of these earthly-like things, and they don't let go. Like, I think that's the challenge for us all is to just let go. And it's hard because there's so many things that we've attached ourselves to yeah. emotionally that we've been taught and that we believe, and we kind of let that influence our behavior. And so we always go back to doing wrong. But yeah. letting go and letting God, you know, take hold, And I think that's what it really means to repent.
0: Amazing. Have you guys been enduring? You know, this year we enduring, right? Are you doing that? Oh, I, right here, I saw your hand. I forgot. Have you been going through that? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, you
5: say we need a we need a downtime. Yes. To know, to know God.
0: So, so that you can know Him. What do you mean by know God? Uh, you will see that He's with you. You will see that He loves you. He will show you how to as she was saying, overcome the world. He would show you how to, he would kill your ego for you because once you're born again of God, all that stuff we picked up in the fallen State, we can't get rid of it. There's nothing we can do about it. And the reason we can't because we don't have him. We need his spirit to fight against that spirit. Darkness to fight against uh, evil, right? But the preachers don't tell you that. They tell you, oh, don't sin, don't do this. Don't smoke, don't do this, right? But they don't know, and they don't tell you that you can't fight that on your own. It is a spirit, it's the ego, it's all pride. But it's the spirit that may humble you. And like the young lady was saying, you go to Turkey, you learn that this is bad, this is bad. And so now you're feeling guilty. Same thing Sammy was saying, you feel guilty. And you feel like you could do something. But that's not God that's making you feel guilty, that's Satan deceiving you. Once we know that of ourselves we can do nothing, then we wouldn't have an opinion about it, and he would take care of it.
5: So that means we, we carry a lot of bags with us.
0: A lot of, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of us. But here's what happened with me. I had been going to churches, reading the Bible, not being able to remember, but I tried it. And then years went by, and finally I just said, you know, I'm tired. I can't fix myself. And I'm tired of even trying. And then I was trying to get rid of all the father state stuff because I was told that that was the sin. The father state stuff is not the sin. That's what you do. That's your ego as a result of falling away from God. And so finally I said to God, you know, I can't fix myself. I'm fed up with this, even trying. And I asked him to let me see myself. Then he let me see that I had this dark spirit inside of me. Which I understand now my heart was wicked. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know that beforehand. Even though I had seen it in the Bible, all hearts are wicked, no man is good, it still didn't register. And so, I'm like, wow. I didn't know I was that dark. It's like a wicked darkness. It's not like nighttime. It's like, you ever had a dark spirit come in your room through the door without opening the door? No? It's like that. And I'm like, wow. And it happened so fast, but I could see it. He let me see it. I'm like, wow. And then um, I'm like, I didn't know I was that dark on it. I didn't know I was that wicked. You know, because I I didn't know myself. And then he allowed me to see that I need to forgive. You got to go and forgive. And for me, he allowed me to see I needed to forgive. My mother returned to my father. And I went and did it. Then I woke up. And, And from that, he had draw he drew he drew me in, so now I became his son. And once I became his son, I now I realized over the years I now have the spirit of God in me to fight against the spirit of Satan. So whatever you're into, sex, video games, whatever, right? You can't stop yourself from doing that. So that's why it doesn't make sense to judge yourself for it. But now that you have God with you, he'll fight that ego for you. All you have to do is suffer through it because the ego is dying. And it feels like you are dying, but really it's dying because the light of God is in you now. Before, God was with me, but I wasn't aware that he was in me to fight the battle. And that's what it means to let go and let God. Because it's spiritual. Whether you, Whatever you're into, you can't fight it. It's best to just let go because of ourselves we can do nothing. But once you return to the Father, the, the ego really does become subject to God. But without the Father, the body is subject to the ego. And that's why you have all the pain about stuff, you're judging yourself. But once you return to the Father, you are got to let go and he'll clean house for you. Your ego will die you will overcome the world. You will be in the world, but not of it. Even the things that we attach to, like money, places, and things, and, and our our uh, character and all that, right? He will separate all that stuff from us, too, so we could be in the world, but not controlled by the world. We can't do that of ourselves because it's a spirit. And so when you do overdrink or whatever you're doing, don't judge yourself for it. It's enough to see that, oh, I should have done that. but don't judge yourself, because Satan makes you judge yourself, and, and when we judge ourselves, we are playing God. and once you play God, he, he'll separate, you're separated from God because there's only one God. and we are a spirit, and everything we do is spiritual, but it's happening on the inside of us. We can't fight it. The world would be amazing had the parents and or the preachers told the people. You can't fight this. You need to return to the Father. He will fight your battle for you. There's nothing you can do about it. That's why I have a theme this year to endure that. If someone threatens you with something and it makes you mad or it seems to be important to you, let them, don't blame them. You take responsibility for that and let yourself go through it so that God can cause you to overcome it. He will take it away from you. And then you'll go through a lot of pain. Don't make yourself go through pain because I'm saying this, right? But And you'll go through the pain and then on the other side of the pain is freedom. It really, really is. And you think, wow, that used to be so important to me. Or I used to fight, try to get rid of that myself. I used to judge myself on that or whatever, right? You can no longer do that because it's God. But you need God inside of you to do it. And he's not going to do that until you return to him. You got to forgive so you can enter into the kingdom. That makes sense a little bit? Who don't quite understand that? Yes, sir. You don't have to fight. Of ourselves, we can literally do nothing. And so if of yourself you can do nothing, why judge yourself for being wrong? Why play God with that? And once you're born again of God, he allowed you to see, he caused you to let go, and you can never go back to sleep again. It won't happen. It's like coming out of your mama, right? You can't go back inside your mother. So when you're born of the Spirit, it's the same way. But the world has made us believe that our junk stuff is what we need to repent of. It's about the heart. What God wants in your heart is love. And when you have love, love conquers all. There is nothing you cannot do when you have love. But you got to have the love of God. Otherwise, you just have the hatred of Satan, and all you're doing is feeding into it. You need love to defeat this evil. Yes, sir.
18: So my question is around um, earlier. You advised Grace not to pray for patience, right? So why would one want to pray uh, pray for endurance? To me, it's like, are they any difference? Because if you're say, we
0: don't even pray for endurance. We just say, let thou will, you know, let okay. thou will be done. Just give me the strength to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I want. I don't want to have to go through it, but if I have to, let his will be done.
18: So you're saying it's not that you're praying for anything in particular, rather that you're saying when life happens that you can endure whatever that is there in front of you.
0: Once he's with you, you would be surprised what you can endure. Because it's not you doing the work, it's the Father that's in you. He's doing the work. You have completely let go. You're not going to even judge yourself. You're not going to try to fix it. You're just there. And he's taking care of you.
18: Okay, so like you talk about, and it's just all you're is doing, looking to see, like see things clearly. So for myself, since you've brought this topic up this year, what I've been doing through the silent prayer is just try to see and I realize, or I see that while wow, my endurance muscle is very weak, you know, endurance is very weak. Yeah. My, like the muscle, like it's yeah. like you're, you, you're like the trainer. Go, okay, go lift this weight. And I'm like, Oh, I can't lift anything, yeah. but it's like, well, okay, start with a light weight and then build it up over time. Or You're not doing, it, I mean, God is doing it. Right. But it's just that, but what I've been trying to relax into is, okay, Steve, you, you see that you're weak there, just relax in it and don't try to do anything. Just relax. Just try relax in that, okay, you see that you're weak in this area, just relax in the weakness, you know.
0: Yeah, be weak. Yeah. Because we are nothing. We know nothing and we can do nothing. But the world wants us to think that we can do something and that we do know something. Look at the people with the degrees. They think that they are smart. They speak of, uh, well, I love hearing my husband be weak. I have a degree. (laughs) (laughs) And the husband is just dumb. He's going along with it. Because she has a degree. Or he has a degree. That's dumb. But to the world it makes sense. You know what I mean? I saw a hand somewhere. Let me tell you, Frank, in first a minute. Do you got, do everybody, any questions about that? So, you know, I hear people say, oh, I'm an alcoholic or a lesbian or a homosexual or a dopehead or I have low self-esteem. And the reason I know this is because I've been counseling with people around the world now for 30 years and lately just every day. It's the same problem, the same thing. It's no different than what all of us are dealing with. And they've been told, oh, you got to fix it by reading the Bible or you got to fix it by going down to the front you got to face it by letting it go. Be forgiven, enter into the kingdom of heaven, and let God do it. Because the sin, when I ask how do you repent of your sin, you repent for playing God, for judging yourself and your fellow man, for judging your parents. That's why when you go and forgive your parents, all of a sudden you feel free because you're repenting for playing God. All your life you've been hating your mother because you, whatever she did and your father for not being there. So you've been playing God and that's why you are still dealing with all the junk. So the repentance is I'm sorry for playing God. And that's what I realized in my life. I was trying to fix my own problems. I was playing God. That's the sin. The sin is not all the other stuff. The other stuff uh, walks in because when you play God, you you were turned away from God. So you didn't have the spiritual help you needed to overcome those things. And this is why we need fathers and mothers to be examples of that. Isn't that amazing? And then the endurance is when someone comes along and they're trying to hurt you. Because most people don't have love, so they can't help it. When they accuse you, when they falsely whatever, tell them the truth or falsely, be happy for that. Because you're going to see within yourself how your ego tried to hide from that or you don't want people to see you in a certain way or whatever it is, right? Be happy for that. So the joy comes when you, when you endure that pain of overcoming that. He's taking that need away from you.
3: Yes? Uh, you know, Do
0: that make sense a little bit? Does that? Okay. Yes?
3: You should be careful what you think. Careful what you speak because the power of life and death is in the tongue. Right. I've literally seen people say something and then somebody dies. Literally, their own children die. So, um, you know, doubt. That's, what happens when you doubt every thought? You stop speaking death into your life. You, you speak life and death. Yeah. Literally. Absolutely. I've seen it in my life. Um, and, and careful what you ask God for. Um, I can't remember where I read it, but.
0: Um, That's why I would tell the grace, don't be asking for patient.
3: What happens is God says, uh, the verse that I remember, you you pray for courage. I bring you torment that you may overcome. You pray for wealth. I bring you poverty that you be able to learn how to yep. earn. You you're pray like, for Oh, God, give me this, some money. Give God me will some give money. he makes you, make you poor. He'll give you the opposite, <laughs> just like a parent. And you're like, what the? Just like a parent doesn't give candy before a meal, he knows that what you ask for, he'll give it to you, but it'll be the opposite. You pray for life, he'll bring you death around you that you can overcome. So just be cautious of what you pray for because you may get it, the opposite. Amazing. Yes,
7: Grace? You you kind of answered it when you said that if someone... um, Points out your flaws or your whatever, even if it's true or false, um, to the joy comes from enduring that. Yes. So I was going to ask you, what do you do when people point out your your I guess flaws? How do you deal with that? Even though knowing like they shouldn't be judging you, because now of course it, it makes it apparent to you. So now you judge yourself. Well, that's like the easiest thing to do is to judge yeah. yourself.
0: That's a good question. So what do you do when they point out your stuff?
7: Right. In like an angry way.
0: Right. Don't get angry back. Just, okay, thank you. Because you know it's true. Someone else? But even you know it's true. true. Yeah. yeah, even if it's true, like, thank you. Because most of the time when people point yourself out, they are doing it out of anger. They are trying to hurt you. They are not trying to help you because they have no love.
7: What if they say they're trying to help you?
0: Don't believe them. <laughs> 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 uh, because...
7: And you believe they're trying to help you, but they get angry about it. So it's like, a now you feel guilty, like, that you're this way, you know.
0: But if someone is pointed out something about you, be happy to see it, whether they're telling the truth or not. Okay. You know, like, don't take it personally. Do not ever get angry at them about when they puff you up. You know how you feel when someone says, oh, Greg, you're so beautiful. I'll jump out the airplane with you anytime. <laughs> 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 and you're like, yeah, come on, baby. Let's jump out the plane. And then on the way to the airplane, he said, you are a mean person. And now you're mad at him, and you're thinking, I'm going to throw you out this plane. <laughs>
15: you
0: know what I'm saying? But if you didn't take it personal either way, if you didn't get too puffed up about it, or mad when they put you down, it wouldn't bother you at all. If it's true, it's true. If it's not, it's not. That's why we got to overcome those emotions. Happy emotions, like feel good emotion and feel bad emotions, are all evil. It's all evil. That's why we need God's love. And in His love, there is no emotion. So you're not up and down. Someone can't make you feel good or feel bad. But if they can make you angry, once you're born again, though, what's so amazing, once you're born again, they cannot make you angry. Because there's no anger in you. And most people don't believe that that's possible. You do get angry. No, I don't. Yes, you do. And they're saying that because they get angry. And so they, in in God, there is no anger. It's nothing but love. Nothing but love. And if all you have in you is love now, how are you going to get angry? And I only know this because he had done it to me. And I've been living this way for 31 years. And a lot of other things I've discovered along the way, I didn't know about endurance until I had to. I realized, can't nobody do anything about my stuff anyway? And so I let go, and the ego hurts. It makes you want to cry. It tells you that it could get to the point where it's so bad, and it says, you might as well kill yourself. You ain't worth nothing because it wants your soul. So, in that ain't, that's why you have to doubt every thought when you're going through tribulation. Because he's still trying to convince you to kill yourself. It ain't worth living, right? And if you believe that, you'll jump off the bridge. But you gotta endure it. And that's how I discovered that. And, and sometimes it'll last for days. But God is with you. Really. One, and you, one day you realize, wow, well, I, I don't feel that way anymore. But you gotta suffer. Let him. And it's not you suffering. It's the ego dying, and you just feel the pain of the ego because it made a home of you, and your flesh was subject to it. But now that ego is subject to the light of God. makes sense? Yes.
7: Yeah, that was it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So stop playing God. That's how you repent. The repentance is not about the things you do. It's about the heart. God changed your heart from darkness to light. Then you have the light to fight for you because in darkness, Satan is fighting for you. So you don't have any help. Because I used to ask God, you know, before I really got tired of doing it, I would go to church and they say, ask the Lord for anything. He'll do it. I'm like, Lord, help me with my problems. And he didn't do anything. I was <laughs> like, Lord, you know, you know, anybody ever done that? The preacher said, ask the Lord. He'll help you with all your stuff. Right, and years went by. I'm like, Lord, help me. First John said this; it didn't even work. I'm like, what the? No one said, "Hey, you need to stop playing God. Then God will be your God, because He's a jealous God. He's not going to help you along you serving you playing God." That makes sense. Stop it. And I knew you had a question. I'm a, yeah, I saw your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. It, that makes sense, Grace?
7: That makes sense.
0: It, so repent from your ego. Stop playing God. Don't judge yourself and, and, and your fellow man, no matter what. And everybody needs to repent. We all needed that. And once you do it, the rest is easy.
7: So once once you know, the
0: have- hard thing about it once you do it, it's the ego dying. Wait until you feel the ego death. It's a mess. It's worse than a shotgun blowing your head off.
13: <laughs>
0: the, ego, yes. the ego pain is something that most people do not want to go through. That's why they get, whenever they get the pain, they, go, they get high or drunk or they blame others. That's another thing. As an adult, you can't blame anyone, it's on you. Because if you try to blame someone about you, then it's like taking a drink to try to make the ego feel better. You want the ego to die because the pride will die and all that stuff. The ego and pride will have to leave. All right. Let me take, is there, is there a question? So
7: don't, so you're saying don't focus on the sin, just focus on having like light and having God with you, that way he can fight your yes. battle. Yes.
0: Okay. So don't, in life, don't be focused on, oh, I want to overcome being an alcoholic or whatever you are, right? And it's not you, but it's the thing that made a home of you. It's the nature of Satan. It's ego. Don't focus on that at all. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay. Focus on the heart. You want to re- that's why God renews the heart. He renews the mind. When you're born again of him, that's where the focus should be i got to stop playing God. I'm judging myself and others. That's what it should be. Not on going to Alcohol Anonymous and all over town or whatever you do. Yeah. It's on the heart. It's not on the stuff.
7: Okay, yeah, because it becomes like an obsession now. Like, oh, I have to change this about myself. This is what I need to focus on. And yeah, like a, and you've been lied a deeper to. You. you
0: cannot change that. Okay. If we all can change that, we'll all be walking, flying around on the earth right now having fun. We you can't change that because it's spiritual. Do, that make sense at all. Okay, let me take here first.
17: Uh, just a few things, real quick. Really cool to be sitting here in front of you. Thank I've been you, watching man. you for many hours.
0: She so can verify. This your first time here?
17: Uh, yeah, we came down here from Sodom and Gomorrah, also known as Las Vegas. Oh, you're yeah. Welcome, so, man. Yeah, so thanks for having us. It feels normal right here, on. being in a different country. It feels yeah. like. Um, I know, huh? Also, uh, all the stuff you guys were saying about um, uh, about you don't pray for certain things, it wasn't until this gentleman over here was talking about it, and that song, Unanswered Prayers, popped into my head. They make country songs about that. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that was cool. And yeah, then yeah. Um, the lady last week. God wouldn't even help me. The, I was
0: like, help me, Lord. I don't want to do this anymore.
17: Yeah, like he and Jesus were having coffee. Didn't even pay attention. <laughs> I was like, what the? Well, yeah. well, it seems like it's a blessing that he doesn't answer, it is, is, is my point. And then also, uh, I was watching online last week with uh, with your church, and that lady that had the, the son with the multiple sclerosis, Right. that really helped me a lot because uh, I have a brother with a brain injury from when we were kids, and wow, man, wow. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So that lady
0: was uh, looking for the furniture store next door, mm-hmm. and one of the guys was coming into the building for the church service, and he invited her to come in. He didn't know her. He just said, hey, why don't you come on in? I thought she was with him, but she was just off the street. Man,
17: it felt like a million pounds were let off my shoulders. Yeah, right It off. really did. It was, it was a wonderful thing. Nice. So, I'm really happy to be here. I'm glad you I here. guess I didn't have a. I was going to add my question earlier was, what is repentance? Because I want to answer, but I didn't know what it was. So yeah. I, I kind of got the answers already on that.
0: Stop playing
17: God with yourself.
0: Stop judging. Stop judging others. But you can't even stop yourself from doing that. You just need to know you're doing it and forgive, and he'll change it. You can't change that either. But once you forgive, it's not even in you to judge a fellow man. You never have to think about it, no matter what happened. You never have to think about that again because you have a new nature. You return to the Father. And then you'll become yourself. You'll be you. What's your first name? Yeah. You'll be Kim. You won't be Mary and Sue. You won't try to be like Big Mama Michelle or or Donald Trump wife or anyone. But you respect them. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she live in the White House. She dressed nice. <laughs> you know, Samuel has his own business cleaning cars, and he does amazing work. Just mind-blowing work, right? And so I'm looking at. He just did a car. I saw it yesterday, I think. And the car looked brand new. I'm like, wow, that boy did a nice job. But I don't want to clean cars. <laughs> I don't want to be like him. I love what I do. I'm blessed in what I do, right? So once you come back to the Father, you're going to become you again. And whatever you adore, you're going to be quite happy with it. And one thing will lead to another, lead to another, will lead to another, will lead to another. Have no expectation, no plans, just one step at a time. And while the people are tripping, y'all need to be out there taking these jobs and buying land and, and doing one thing after another, working. Don't worry about what type of work it is. Just work. I did all kinds of work in my days. But I just worked. I didn't know where I was going, but I was paying my rent. Uh, you know, one thing would lead to another one. You will become you, and you won't be influenced by the world once you stop playing God. All right? Yes, sir. So, uh, any question for me?
17: Um, n- not really. Okay. I, I, it's actually my first time in church in fifteen years. I was I was raised a Jehovah Witness, and
0: oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got to go on my knees. Yeah, for you. No, it,
17: it was it was really refreshing. That's a rough religion. I actually I actually seen you on Fox News like a couple years ago, and I really loved you. And, but I didn't. I wasn't able to like find you on the internet. I was working my way through Stephen Crowder and the rest of them, you know. Yeah. But uh, I was really happy to find you. I really was, man. I, Good, man. Many hours I've been listening to you. Right on. I be at work working on trucks, and I have an AirPod in all day long. <laughs> have you gone and forgiven? Um, that is on my plate. I know I should do it by FaceTime. I really wanted to do it in person. But i got to go up to South Dakota to see my mom.
0: Do it by FaceTime. I will. You just want to be looking at it. It possible. is a little hard to get a hold of her. Yeah. I,
17: she doesn't even call her on her birthday half the time. So, oh, okay. Or return calls. So. But when I do get a chance, I will. Yeah. I'll see if she'll FaceTime with me.
0: Without love, you have nothing. You read that in the Bible, like right? What love is? If you don't have love, you can have all the money, all the fake friends. One thing I know is everybody fake. I couldn't see that before. I used to think I had friends. But everybody's fake around the world, not just in my little world. Everybody is fake. Families are fake. So-called friendship fake. It's not even real. I'm like, what the? And that's why they turn on you once you wake up. You start to see that they're not really your family. They're not really your friends anyway. But the beauty about that, you no longer need it. It's okay. It really doesn't matter. Isn't that
11: amazing?
17: Okay. That was it. Just thanks for having Is this your first
0: us. time here, too?
17: Yeah, this is my daughter, Leanne. Wow. You have any questions for me?
11: Um, not that I can think of at the moment, but I really have enjoyed the service a lot. Right on.
0: And so is your father alpha or beta?
11: He is definitely an alpha. Yes, I am. what glad to have him as my pops. So what? He is an alpha. I'm glad to have him as my pops. Yeah.
0: Right on. That must feel nice, huh? If she had said no, he better.
17: <laughs> <laughs> Would you yeah, have gotten
0: she me? Likes Ephesians. Oh, he died yeah. right on. Um, oh, right here. Then the two ladies there. We got
3: to end it. I think I saw both your hands, right? Okay, real fast, right? One thing I noticed is, um, um, you know, about friends and strangers and enemies. There's the old saying, "Keep your friends close and your enemies closer." And the reason is. Uh, your friends are going to lie to you. They're going to make you feel good. They have no courage. But your enemies they hate you, so they're going to they're going to tell you the truth because it hurts.
0: Especially when they get mad at you.
3: Absolutely. They're the most honest. And so you want those people close to you because they know your secrets yeah. and they know how to they can they know how to hurt you, destroy you. So uh and in many ways Well,
0: I say don't try to keep anyone close to you. Well, if it works that way fine, right? But don't try make it happen. Let God's will be done, and you'll know who your friends are. But I do. You, I understand that.
3: So, anyways, those but those people. Anytime
0: someone has anger, just know that's not a friend.
3: That's why you keep them close. Those enemies there—they are going to tell you the truth. And but so, I don't need them me. So, what's good about it? It's <laughs> good about it is that if if because if you're not willing to hear it, and they tell you. You have a way of overcoming. You say, oh, okay, that's my weakness or that's, that's my flaws. I need to strengthen that because that's gonna what destroys me. So that's what's good about it because they tell you the truth. They'll analyze, well, you can, and a they're lie, they're like Satan. You can, get, you can become strong just by
0: knowing yourself yeah. because in life you go through different things and you'll see within your relationship with that. And then you can be made strong because we can't make ourselves strong so, I don't want you to deliberately keeping your enemy around thinking you're going to be strong from it. They'll wipe you out. All right? But this saying, I've heard that before, but just let God's will be done. And His way is better than what we can even imagine. All right? I've heard that too. Yes? Oh, yes, I was uh,
9: thinking about emotions and thoughts. Are those one and the same? Yes. Because they trigger each other. Yes. I mean, so that I mean, I don't want to sin against people, but on the other hand, all I have to do is hear Nancy Pelosi, and right away, there's the thought, <laughs> the emotion, but you and can't, it's like
0: you can't hate Nancy, though.
9: No, I don't want to hate her, but I'll if see it. If you get
0: angry it. at Nancy, you hate her. Okay. The side of, of, of hate is anger. When you become angry, you have being hateful, and that's not of God. Now you won't—you don't have to be around her, you don't have to agree with her. But as a daughter of God, you cannot hate her.
9: Right, and you can't help her. So,
0: right, she can't help it.
9: Yeah, but just um, like
0: we couldn't help ourselves, of ourselves we could do nothing, and we can't help ourselves either.
9: So we not only have to doubt the uh, thoughts, but doubt the emotions as well.
0: Absolutely. Okay. That is not of God. That's mama's love. And it's not even mama's love, it's Satan's love. All that emotional stuff, build you up. And I'm blessed because over the last 30 years, I've gone through a lot of debates and in public and in private. And I've always knew I didn't care what they thought. When he gave me love, all of a sudden I stopped caring what people would think. And so when I'm debating with them and they start saying these stupid stuff and calling you names, I'm able to stay on point because they can't make me mad. I want to get another point out, and that is love. we got to return to love. We need love in the world. And men, you are needed to help bring that love in, really, and come through you. Stop being baited. Stop telling mama all your problems. What the? <laughs> and so whatever it is that you're talking about, don't hate yourself for it. It's enough to realize, oh, I was stupid. All right? Yes. Oh. Did you have your head? Yeah. Yes, go ahead.
14: I also had those feelings and emotions with uh, Nancy Pelosi and a lot of the Democrats. But, but, I, you can't, but you can't hate.
0: God said we have to love our enemy.
14: I realized that after a while. Yeah. And I sort of backed up from it. Yeah. And uh, I just tried to see them as people, you know, not knowing where they're at, they're lost.
0: I once you're truly born and I'm not saying you're not but once you're truly born of, of uh, God Satan will try to put in your head he'll try to tempt you with it but you can see him coming and, yeah. and resist it right. right, and you'll see what to do I notice that when people become angry about what's happening now they become afraid mm-hmm. because in anger there's fear mm-hmm. but if you don't get angry then you have no fear and you can wait and see because you know God is with you
14: Yeah, and one more question about Donald Trump. You know how the people all love him and they worship him? Isn't that like worshiping like Jesus?
0: Yeah, that's why I told the people when he first ran, don't get into him, have a little space there so you can see him and see what he's doing, you know. But if you get into him, then if he says the wrong, one thing you don't agree with, all of a sudden it go from love to hate. Just because he said one thing, he's still right. doing an amazing job, or he said something right. you didn't like, or he did something you didn't like, now he become your enemy. But if you keep a space there and just have love and appreciation, it's fine.
14: Or, uh, or if you also uh, believe everything he says and agree with everything he says. You've got that's to why you let it go yourself. in one
0: ear and out the other right so you can see it for yourself right last word there I got to in it's over
16: that's real so, quick I I don't know exactly where but I'm pretty sure I remember reading something in the Bible along the lines of like it's okay to hate what is evil so when we encounter like genuine evil how what like what's is it just enduring is it because I know maybe it's you know hate is probably translated.
0: A bunch yeah. of different ways and all from you know, whatever the. You original. want to discern it, right? We as children of God discern it, but don't hate it, because that's why you got all messed up. You hate it when you a little kid, right? You became angry. So when you encounter like genuine evil, what do you? Do you just... I just I see it. I'm allowed. He allow you to see it. Yeah. If there's anything to do, he will allow you to see what to do. Okay. But he doesn't want you to hate it because it will overtake you if I you hate that, it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense? It does, yeah. yeah. It's discernment, gotcha. but not judging, not playing God. Would this helpful a little bit? Yes. So, let the ego die, but you must forgive, alright? And stay with the silent prayer. And the same teacher that's teaching me, because we have a teacher. The Holy Spirit is in us, and he will teach us all things. It's amazing. He will definitely teach you. But you need that quiet time. Y'all need to put down those phones and iPad and I have a friend who lives on his phone. If he's not on his phone, he's on the computer watching a movie. If he's not on that, he's doing something, else, I don't know. He eats sleep and dies on the phone. <laughs> and just a comfortable, laid back, all comfortable. I'm like, what the? On the phone too? Huh? On the phone too. What? Yeah. You said there's women on the phone? Yes. Oh, yeah, men and You mean men and women? Oh, don't get nasty, man. (laughs) We know that already. (laughs) But uh, you need that quiet time, all right? So at least when you get home from work, have a quiet time for an hour. Your ego is not going to like it, but you will. All right? They have messed you guys up by giving you all these computers and computer games and all that kind of stuff. All right? Um, Thank you all for tuning in. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. If you need it, let me know. You can call the office and make an appointment. Also, you can go online at rebuildingdemand.com. Oh, this is, what's today's date? The last of January? So this is the last day for the challenge grant. Did I thank you all for helping us with that? Uh, We'll let you know the total of the challenge grant this week, all right? But this is the last day for the matching grant. And so thank you all so much for helping with that. Ms. Um, Forum this Thursday night. Amazing. At 7 p.m. So you're invited to the Men's Forum. Anything else? We need your email so that if an event is happening or we need to make some changes, we can let you know. So make sure you sign up at the desk there before you leave. Do the sign, look, I do the sign of prayer every morning, every night, and during the day sometimes. But it gets, you know God saying pray without ceasing, right? So if He said, uh, don't stop doing it, why you let Satan talk you out of it? Mm-hmm. Satan's like, well, you don't have to do it. You feel good today, so you don't have to do it today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, you can see now, so you can stop praying. He's lying to you. You need the mindset of God at all times, dealing with everything. So stay with the silent prayer, all right? And don't hate. Forgive, it'll blow your mind. So thank you all for tuning in. Am I leaving out anything, Hermes? All right. I hope this helped today, all right? And thank you all for amazing fellowship today. It was my honor. Oh. My brand new biblical question. Brand new. What is the purpose of love? what is the purpose of love we only talk about love right i need to know have you ever thought about this question okay uh chris is coming with the basket james had the credit card what i want to do in
3: is welcome to first timers and then i ask you about the love
6: uh